Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, y'all. Welcome into a bonus edition of the NFL on Fox podcast presented by Verizon. I'm Dave Hellman, and occasionally during the course of an NFL season, you get special opportunities. This week, we had an opportunity to interview San Francisco 49ers Pro Bowl defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. He was gracious enough to give us a half hour of his time hours after the 49ers Monday night loss to the Minnesota Vikings, taking the time on his off day. Can't say enough how much we appreciate it. Had a wonderful conversation with Javon. Had a chance to talk about that game, how the 49ers rebound now that they're on a two-game losing streak, how they overcome that adversity. Talked about his eight-year career in the NFL, as well as a little Eagles 49ers rivalry talk. We got to a bunch of stuff. Check it out. All right, Javon Hargrave, decorated NFL career. Long time in the league. I got plenty of other stuff I want to ask you, but... Look, I got to do it. Let's just get it out of the way. Monday night football in Minneapolis. Let's just, for, I mean, first of all, we were talking about this before we started recording. Y'all got back from Minnesota at 4 a.m. It's a short week midway through the NFL season. For starters, just this early after a game, you, how are you physically feeling? Like, what, is, what does Tuesday feel like right after a game like that? Well, after the AM, it's just a lot of moping around, you know, just uh, just not even wanting to come out of bed wrong right now. But uh, we just know, um, like I said, we got a short week, so I got to kind of uh, let that go and, uh, you know, take care of my body, uh, get my massages, being in the tubs, and just uh, get prepared for the beanies. I want to touch on that in a minute, but. Niners lose 22-17 to the Minnesota Vikings. It didn't look like y'all were failing to generate pressure in that game. It looked like y'all were getting a lot of pressure, but obviously, uh, uh, you know, not quite getting home. Was it something Kirk Cousins was doing? What, what's your read on it when you watch that game back in terms of the way Kirk was able to get rid of the ball before y'all could get home? He was in his all. Uh, uh, we just really couldn't um, find a way to get off the field. It really was hot. Um, you just got to tip your hat, hat off to him. You're a veteran. He done seen a lot of things. And um, he really had a good game plan for us and uh, executed real good. But it's just, it's just really a learning lesson for us uh, uh, how much more we got to work and how much more we got to be prepared. And we got to do better execution. You mentioned it. It's, it's a short week now. Bengals on deck. This is year seven for you, I believe. Hey. It's eight. It's eight, eight. Year eight. God, time, eight. time flies, dude. <laughs> year eight. Like, what have what have you picked up? Whether it's yeah, like whether it's moving on, you know, twenty four hour rule, 
an L is an L and we move on like physically getting more massages, doing extra work on the side. Like what's the biggest trick you've picked up about just week to week life in the NFL and getting ready for the next thing? I think you really just said it's week to week. Um, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago we was, you know, guys get the earth and, uh, uh, the last two weeks is just, you know, uh, you about to hear all this negative talk and uh, how bad what's going on with us. So I just, you know, learned to have a short memory with all of that. Um, not really getting too high, too, too high on my highs and too low on my lows. Uh, it's just a mindset of getting better every day. And when it comes to my recovery, it's just, I just try to stay consistent and uh, keep trying to learn as the years uh, go along. Like coming to San Francisco, they got a lot. They got more stuff for me um, that they do here that I've been picking up on with it. With it being like light therapy, and uh, of course, I always do the massages. I get probably three massages a week. Uh, I live in a cold, cold and hot tub, and I do a lot of needling. So for me, and I do Pilates. So for me, it's just uh, being able to keep learning as I get older, and. Uh, finding ways to keep getting better and being able to recover faster. I've got awful back pain and I don't play football. Like, do you ever, do you now ever think back to like Pittsburgh days? Like, man, I didn't know. I didn't know how like much more work this was going to be to keep up with all this stuff. Six, seven days a week, man, Pittsburgh. I ain't do nothing. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I'm a whole different person. I, uh, I tell people that every day. Cause in Pittsburgh, it's like I'm eating Chick Fil A every day. Uh, uh, I ain't believe I was scared of the cold. To I never got them. Well, I did get massages, but I, I wasn't getting frequently. So it's just like I think Pittsburgh was just like you know I was just a kid just coming up in the NFL, you know, just trying to uh, get a foot in the door and uh, just seeing how much I done developed. And uh, as older as I got, I just I just laugh at some of the things I did in Pittsburgh to what I'm doing right now. Speaking of which, I mean, look, I, I've followed your game for a long time. Like I told you, I I used to cover the Cowboys. Very familiar with what a problem you are from when you were in Philadelphia. But <laughs> thinking back, like, it, it's easy to forget. Like, you, I mean, you played on some of those very, very good Pittsburgh teams. Like, you played with James Harrison. I know you're, you're tight with Cam Hayward. Like, what was the biggest thing that you picked up from that from that time period that that you still carry with you you just see the uh like with Debo you used to see him getting all these needles in his body and I'm just wondering like why like like are y'all crazy like I never stick a needle in my body or to uh we broke Cam man Cam Cam was all about the eating right and doing like uh extra stuff to take care of his body so I think everywhere I went I just picked up all things people did um and that's been my thing it's just you know, keep trying to learn everywhere I go and not being too good to pick up, pick up something that other people don't. Do you happen to have a Mike Tomlin quote or story that sticks with you? Coach T, man, Coach T, like, I think it is more so uh, after them losses. Like, I tell people, like, them team meetings with Coach Tomlin, it's, it's going to be a dark brawl. You're going to have a red laser, and you better put your pride aside because if you did any, any mistake, step wrong, you're getting called out that next day. Like that Monday, after a Sunday loss is like the worst feeling ever. 
I think the TV started at like one o'clock and we all used to be down there just thinking of the things he gonna say to us uh when we about to go up there. Um but man, you just you just like you just love people a guy like that, though, because uh he just know the right thing to say with everybody and know how to bring bring the best out of everybody. I just really appreciate that when I was that. So our wonderful producer, who you know well, Raya, tipped me off to this. And I, I went and looked yesterday before the game. Sure enough, on your Instagram story, there's a photo of Kobe Bryant. I hear it's a, it's a little bit of a tradition of yours posting a Kobe photo. I, I think I can guess why, but can you take me through that and where that started and, and what Kobe Bryant means to you? I mean, I just, uh, it's crazy because growing up, I was an Allen Iverson fan when I was a kid. And I hated Kobe because uh, he beat Allen Iverson in the uh, EBAI in that championship. So I hated Kobe. I always thought Kobe was just, you know, just a cocky person. But as I got older, I just like um, about probably like Oscar or whatever. I just started seeing like the mama mentality and just it wasn't that he was cocky. It's just how much work he put in and how much he he put towards his game. And it was just really confidence and just in value to, uh, of how much work he put in. So I just I just end up becoming a Kobe fan, a big Kobe fan, because that's kind of what I believe in is just, you know, outworking everybody and doing the extra, to, you know, that other people ain't willing to do. So I just uh, just kind of got obsessed with Kobe, just started watching a lot of his videos. And I guess that picture for me is just kind of like that's just going into that mama mode. It's like game time once. Once I post that picture, I don't text nobody back. I don't text nobody no more. I'm off of the Instagram. I can't post them. And it's just kind of locked in game time. It's, it's like, I guess it's that it's that thing Kobe always saying, just hitting that switch. And I always post that picture before I go into the stadium of where whoever we playing. So I know from I, – I looked into this. You And you were a hell of a high school basketball player, North Ro- Rowan. I I read I think you you told somebody in Philly a few years back like you realized maybe you weren't going to be tall enough to play basketball at that level do you remember a time or at what time you realized all right maybe it's not basketball but this football thing could take me somewhere it's crazy because of my freshman year you know this football I even knew like, I, it's crazy because even like in like elementary and like just middle school, I never really felt like I ever like struggled in a football game. Like it just came so easy. But in basketball, I have some nights that I really <laughs> struggled. Like I would really not be awful. <laughs> and but I think when I really realized like basketball wasn't for me is when I first seen my first set of footer and I did not know how I was gonna shoot over or get rebounds. I'm like, yeah, this this yeah, this different. Like I I don't even think I think I had like two points that game. Like in that might have been for the free throw line. And so, but yeah, I, I knew like football, man, it like I said, it just came so easy. I was uh, like the first game I played on JV. Only reason I played JV is because I missed the whole summer camp my freshman freshman year. I told him I wasn't playing football. I was just going to play basketball. I was just going to feed the basketball. But my mom and them forced me to go out there and play football. They said they invested so much. But, like, the first game in JV, I think I had, like, five sacks. And I went to Barson. 
after that, I was like, okay, this is me. Like this, 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 this is where I'm gonna go. This is where this is gonna take me somewhere. So you went to South Carolina State. One of I looked this up too. One of four South Carolina State guys in the league right now. You and you and Shaq Leonard, obviously the the big time ballers from South Carolina State in the NFL. But from I'm curious. I'm always curious to hear this from from big time athletes. Like so, it, it, it comes naturally to you at the, at the high school level. Obviously, you were good enough in college to get drafted in the third round. Do you remember a time, whether it was college, whether maybe even you got all the way to the NFL, where you were like, whoa, okay, these guys are just as good as me. This isn't as easy as it used to be. It's Curtis. I think it was the – I not even when I got drafted. It's when I went to the senior bowl. And I think the first thing – Literally, I, I was the late addition to the senior ball and just seeing, like, uh, I played at a small school. So, to be honest, I was just out there throwing everybody around and just running through everybody. But when I went to the senior ball, that's when I first see, uh, I feel like, some real competition. And I think first time I went out there, I got, it was like my first time getting pancake. Like, I got pancake in one of the drills. But after that, I feel like my mind switched. Like, it was just, uh, I just had to uh, raise up to another level. But right then, I felt like that was a like, real humbling moment. Man. It's going to be different. Man. It's going to be way harder than what I was used to. But I got to tell people, like, the league going to do two things. Either you going to really, like, you going to rise to the occasion or you going to find out you ain't really made for it. So either you going to get on board and catch up to speed because the game going to come fast. Like, yeah, the first preseason and all now. The game gonna go real fast, but it's the ones who really can catch on and keep going that that's really made for the NFL. Year eight, fifth most sacks for an interior defensive lineman during your career. I I would say you have risen to the occasion. I'm curious. I want to go back to what you said about the NFL being a week to week league. You've been on a lot of teams that have risen to the occasion too. Like I, you've only been on one team that had a losing record, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, you know, obviously Niners have lost back-to-back games, not where you want to be after the way you started, but whether it's this team or those Eagles teams or the Steelers, whatever, what do you draw on in a time like this where, you know, every season's going to have its dips? What do you draw on when these sorts of, uh, when these when these challenges arise during a season? Uh, I was just telling the guys yesterday, it's just like, you done been here before, like just playing eight years in the league. I don't win on two games, three games, lose a streak and came out on top. So it's just experience, I believe. Like uh, I, I tell myself all the time, like even when I go through tough times, I always come out ahead of everything on top. Like when I was in situations where I kind of doubted myself, somehow I always find a way to win. So. I just know, like, you're going to go through bumps in the roads like this, but you just really got to stay consistent. Uh, you can't, like I said, I got to do my cold tug, hot tug, get my massages, get my Pilates in. Because once once you get this win, once, you know, once you go on this winning streak, everybody going to forget about these two games. And that's just how the lead is. It's up and down. So as long as you know you just got to stay consistent, um, everything else will take care of itself. I'm not asking you to get too far ahead of yourself because I get it. You got, you got a few games until then, but I can't <laughs> let you. Out. 
I can't I can't let you out of here without asking about I just I think it's it's so interesting that you are right in the middle of this Niners Eagles situation. You were on that great Eagles team last year. You're with the Niner gang now. Like I said, y'all don't play for a minute. I get it, but what's that dynamic like for you? I mean, you know what that team's about. You're on this team now. Like, are are your Eagles guys like trash talking you? Are the Niners asking you for intel about the the Eagle? Like, how how does that go? You having a chance to be on both of these teams? Yes, this is what you're saying. I knew about it all the time. Like, I can't get away from that question at all. But I still got friends. Of course, I got a lot of friends over there with the Eagles, and they talking junk to me <laughs> about their game. They've been talking junk to me ever since I signed over there. But it's just, it is what it is. Like, uh, I love them boys, but when it comes to that day and come to their game, right, I'm all in. I'm not in the game, so <laughs> I'm on this side now. So I, I just can't wait. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, go down, and, you know, just to see everybody too. Try to come up with a win. I I can't I can't wait. Like I said, few few weeks to get through until then. But man, that's uh, that's gonna be must see TV. All right, you've been so great with your time. We do, we got one more thing for you. We're gonna play a game called Fill It In. We're basically filling in the blanks with Javon okay. Hargrave. Very quickly, as preferably one word, as few words as possible. Got five quick questions for you. Number one, a Super Bowl would mean a Super Bowl ring would mean blank to you. Everything. All right, I did say one word. That's true, but I mean, with as close as with as close as you got last year, I mean. I got to imagine that that makes it burn a little bit, a little bit brighter after you get as close as you yeah, can. Yeah, uh, just just uh, going to the game last year and losing, you just see how big the Super Bowl is. Uh, it's 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 a couple feelings in the world, like getting drafted, um, you know, even getting paid. But I never seen so many phone calls or uh, hopes like I had when I went to the Super Bowl. So it's just being able to play on like one of the, you know, that's the best game in the world. Like on, that's like a holiday, the Super Bowl. So being able to play that game, me, like, I really want to get back and win it. Number two, your go-to celebration after a big play or a sack is? Keep the door. Man, I know everybody see you draw the door and then I kick it down. But yeah, that's my thing. It's far because uh, everybody get involved with it. So when it, when I draw up the door, everybody come and kick it down with me. All right, we talked about this as far as basketball. Maybe not, but number three, if you weren't an NFL player, you would be a blank. <laughs> I want to say UVA, but I don't know if I could make it. But I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to be a coach. I'll be a coach. I've been coaching in the NFL. I'm not even going to tell a story. I, I can't play in the NBA. You coach, uh, you coach D-line, or what are we thinking here? Yeah, I think I'm more a D-line coach. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pass rush specialist. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to work on the pass rush skills with the D-line. All right, that's – I mean – we're not anywhere near retirement yet, but that's I'm filing that away for later if I see Javon Hargrave okay. coaching. <laughs> Number four, a teammate who gave you the best advice is blank. Uh, Brandon Brown, front of Philly. Uh, 
I think it's, it's more just, uh, like I said, it's every day, um, staying positive, um, and just knowing when opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready for it. Number five, your favorite post-game meal is blank. A cheeseburger. <laughs> hey, that's all they give on an uh, airplane. <laughs> that's one of the best things. Do we, okay, they get, you got a, a burger on the airplane or like, do you, do you have a preference? What's your go-to? Nah, it really, this, hold on, it's, it's after the game, right? You saying after the game. Wait, what's oh, that? Before. That's if after the game, you say my meal. Yeah, after yeah, the, yeah. After after the game, yeah, for sure. it's, you don't... it's definitely cheeseburger. It ain't even no specific cheeseburger, but you know, after the game, they uh, I mean, we get a lot of things, but one of the best things, cheeseburgers, all clown. So that's that's all I eat after the game. For those of you who don't know, the the food situation on an NFL charter flight is is pretty damn good. So I don't, I I'm I'm positive you are correct, Javon Hargrave. This was awesome, man. I like I said, I appreciate the time. Short turnaround for you coming off that loss to Minnesota. You, you hopped on with us anyway. It was a lot of fun, man. Best of luck moving forward this season. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank y'all for having.